Talk Show is brought to you by... Hey, want to feel young again? Are you tired, run down, have aches and pains, brain fog? This is science-based, not hype or fancy marketing. It really works. Carbon-60 helps detoxify your body on the cellular level. It stabilizes free radicals, just like the antioxidants found in red wine and berry stew, but on a far smaller, more bioavailable nanoscale. It's like a bottle of electrons, helping your body to function better. You can also apply it on your skin, topically, over muscles, joints, or organs. Most people feel results within minutes. This is not a drug. It's organic carbon. Feel better today. About 95% of our users report more energy and clarity of mind within 10 days. Give us a call at Greska's Carbon 60 at 720-600-6040 or visit our site at c-60.com. Call 720-600-6040 and feel young again. Folks, welcome back to the iHealth Channel, iHealth Radio, the NBC Network, with your host, Hurricane H. New day, new show. Uh, I would say today's topic is going to be a very interesting topic, and my <laughs> guest is is, <laughs> is is a super interesting guy. You have no idea what, what's in it for us today. It's going to be a long you know, hour uh, ride. It's going to be a tsunami. I mean, I don't know what it is. It's going to be a, a great show today. Uh, you know, could be controversial that, you know, maybe no, you know, no. I have no idea, but you know what? It's going to be good because we're going to tackle some topics that are sometimes touchy or taboo, whatever you want to call it. But really today we're going to talk about man and manhood and what it takes to be a man uh, in, in the light of a world that is kind of like, you know, a little different where maybe there's a question about that. So, so we want to address some of those things and, you know, just talk about basic stuff, right. You know, uh, regardless of, of the feelings and, and what, what, what's out there, you know, we want to just talk about this topic. And my guest today, uh, he's actually out there, you know, he's been featured in Times Square. I mean, uh, it's a men's coach. I mean, uh, he is the host of the controversial podcast. So <laughs> the Nicole Ligon show. So I can tell you, just the name of the podcast will tell you, right? So, so let's let's be clear, folks, that we're we're gonna have a nice ride today. So that that said, Nico, welcome to the show, man. What's going on, man? How you What's doing? What's going on, uh, bro? I'm man. living the life. Always, <laughs> always, man. Always. <laughs> so, 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 Nico, let let's talk about you first. I mean, you have been around uh, with a message. You're, you know, there's a story behind you. You have a lot of things. You've achieved quite a bit. Um, you know, you you're from Canada, but you also travel the world. You have a whole different perspective on how things should be. Uh, while we're not gonna potentially, maybe we can. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll leave that to you, man. <laughs> you lead it the way you want. It is actually your show today. So so, but the idea is that Nico, you have your podcast. You have a, a good following. Uh, you've been uh, actually published in in publications. You've been you know uh, in quite a bit of podcasts out there and some big ones as well. So so. Let's talk about Nico. Uh, Nico, the, the I would say the legend. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> yeah. As You're we building say in the legend, man. <laughs> you know, as we say in French, aye you. Aye we You know, man. At the end of the day, I'm just one of those guys that grew up without a father. If you take it all the way back, this is where everything. 
there's no way 20 years ago I would I could have ever imagined that I would be doing what I'm doing right now full time. It makes no sense to me. Like it makes zero sense. But at the end of the day, this is where it all started. It started when my dad left and I was left at 14 years old on my own trying to figure out what it is to be a man. We all have it in us. Every single man out there wants to belong. Every single man out there wants to know what they're supposed to be doing, what their purpose is. And without purpose, a man's life is meaningless. This is why we are in the state of affair that we see right now with, with guys trying to be women, with guys being depressed, with guys not knowing what to do, with guys that are 30 years old and they're still teenagers because they've never taken a step to better themselves because there's nobody there to teach them and i'm not blaming you know what at the end of the day it is part of our fault it's the far fault of guys like you and i we took it for granted for too long we need to do better we need to be there to help those younger men even those older men to reclaim or to embrace their masculinity because there's no such thing as toxic masculinity the lack of masculinity is toxic and that's what you see today Men, they're not ready to do what men do because being a man is not easy. It's easy to be a woman in today's world because we protect them. We take care of them. They're always being cared for. But men, nobody, nobody cares about men anymore. We are so taken for granted. Like, look at, look at the society that we live in in North America now. We live in one of the best societies that's ever lived, supposedly one of the, free, the, the most free one. But how did that happen? This only was possible because there were men that did jobs that they didn't like to support families. That's it. At the end of the day, that is all it is. A man is supposed to serve. We are supposed, we take care of others because that's what we do. We want our family. We always want better for our family. That's what we do. You know, I was watching a video the other day and it was this woman explaining how a family is supposed to have two parents. It's supposed to have a father and a mother. The mother will never be able to take care of the children if the husband doesn't take care of her first. And this is so true. You know, I've made up this, this saying that a man is a woman's rock while a woman is a man's weakness. Because see the way it works. I am meant to be stoic. I am meant to be tempered. I am meant to take on the world in order to protect the people that I care for. Men are always the first and the last line of defense when it comes to family, loved one, communities, countries. We're disposable. At the end of the day, men are disposable. It's always women and children first because without them, our society would without women and, and children humankind could not continue this is a fact so it is our job to protect them and this is you know this all evolved from the fact and it's interesting because they all came from me not having a father and having to discover that for myself over the past 25 years so yes it sucks that my father left but it is 40%, give or take, between depending on the study that you look, 33% to 40% of young boys right now, which is about which is more than 12 million boys, grow up without a biological father present in the household. There's nobody there to teach them. So what you see in society today 
is easily explained by the lack of masculinity in the life of our young guys, of our boys, of our young men. M women cannot teach a boy how to become a man in the same way that a father cannot teach his daughter how to become a woman. But they can get people around them in order to teach that boy. If you're a single mother and you don't have a strong masculine man available, it, and it doesn't need to be a husband or a boyfriend, it could be an uncle, it could be a cousin, it could be a friend, it could be your father, it could be a grandfather. If you don't have that, it is your job to find it. And this is why, like we were talking about martial art prior to starting to record, and this is something that I talk about all the time. Martial art, to me, changed my life completely. When I found martial art, when I discovered the gym, and when I started doing martial art, it has put me in the same spaces as great men, as great coaches, as people that used a common passion like martial art to teach me about life. I became, you know, I was forged by martial art. Martial art forged me as a man. It made me realize the type of person that I am and the type of person that I could be, the type of person that I wanted to be because I was surrounded by men. Men need to be surrounded by other men, more mature men with more experience to teach them what it is to be a man. And this is my goal. This is what I want to do. I'm writing my second book right now that is based on the five virtues of a good man. And it is going to be, I had an idea where it would be a 300-page book where I would go into detail through history and talk about everything that's going wrong right now. I probably have about 30,000, probably 30 to 40,000 words already written. And then last week I sat down, I'm like, nope, I'm going to cut all that fat. I'm going to simply build a guideline. I will build easy step based on my life. I will speak about my life, what happened at specific times in my life and what I did to overcome it. And this, because this is how my five virtues were built is throughout my life, through analyzing what I've done. I can take that as a blueprint and give it to a man that doesn't have a father, give it to a father that hasn't, that her, his father was not present and doesn't know what it takes to be a man, but he still wants to teach it to his son. And I want to give it to especially single mothers. I come from a single mother. I was raised by one. I, she could have done better. She could have done more, but I don't think she knew how. So if I can put that book in the hands of single mothers and they can use it, I can make it so simple and reach them through emotions of my story to know what you're doing right now with your son is wrong because I am your son. I am that guy. Do you want your son to go through my story? You don't. I know you don't. So here's how you prevent it. So I decided it'll be a 100-page, 120-page, super small book. I will just put a very simple guideline out there in order to be able to help people. This is all I want. At this point, this is all I'm concentrating on. Yes, I create a lot of content. Yes, I do. I talk about stuff that's controversial, supposedly, because traditionally, tra traditional masculinity is vilified today. Like being a real, being a man is not a good thing anymore, but. You know, it's all, it, it always makes me laugh because all the people out there that are talking, oh, let's defund the police. As soon as the crime becomes rampant, 
what do they do? Oh, we need more police officers. Yeah, because you need somebody to protect you. Because you did not learn for yourself how to protect yourself. This is why martial arts is so important. Learning, going from being a victim to be bullied to be... You know what? I was a coward. Let's call a spade a spade. I was a coward. I did not know what to do. Nobody has ever taught me how to defend myself. So for years, I was a coward. I knew it. I wasn't getting bullied anymore. We got a, we moved. I got away from my, my bully. But in the back of my head, I always knew. I always knew that if somebody would mess with me, there's nothing I could do about it. And I wouldn't do anything about it because I was a, I was a coward. But the day you grow a pair of balls to sit and to just go into a gym surrounded by other killers, you're like, oh boy, here we go. Here we go. This is going to be, you know, you can feel it. If you pay attention, you know, as a man stepping into a place where it's filled with super nice guys, but they're all killers. You know, they're like, oh, here we go. I found my tribe. I found the people that will help me become something show me that i'm not made out of glass you know when you eat the first real punch and you're just like that's it that's what it was that's what i've been worried about is this it's a life-changing experience realizing that you're not made out of glass not only that but that you're so much tougher than you ever imagined did you fight did you did you step in the ring well, well yeah i mean not not, not the ring the way the traditional like what what we see today but i mean yeah okay. sparring sparring you know full no, but fighting contact. Like oh yeah fighting. full contact yeah full contact i mean trust me we don't hold back in, in our art we don't hold back it's really you know i i remember a professor who may he rest in peace um at a test you know we we had to actually do like some real sparring like some full contact with with weapons and um literally when we finish it's like Yo, I mean, I didn't ask you guys to kill each other, but we, really, we were like, we were, like really, we were going. I mean, I remember it like yesterday. I mean, you know, like some moments in life, and especially with someone of, of his magnitude in terms of the arts. Uh, I, I'm referring to Ronald Duncan, who's who's a legend and a Hall of Fame, and he passed a few years back. But his his style is just unique, and um, uh, you know, I, I remember with my 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 immediate sensei, and you know, uh, we were in the test and. At the end, like he was, you know, really talking to everyone in that test and and giving them pointers, and he was like, you know, you guys really, you know, when you spar, you just go, and and really that's what it is. If you're going to spar, you're gonna have to go. I mean, it's it's you cannot fear this. Now, anyways, we'll talk more about that because I want there's a lot of stuff in your discussion that I want to address. So 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 I don't want to cut you know until you're no. done. Then I want to you know dissect a lot of stuff that it's you. It's a mentioned. conversation, man. I'm okay. I'm so, always. So, I'm always interested to hear, you know, the type of conversation we're having right now will inspire me in content that I will be creating. It's through conversation. I tend to take a lot of things for granted. Right now, to me, martial art is something I, it's, it's granted. This is, there's no way I live without it. Do I go to the gym as much as I should? No, but there's a punching bag where I do, where I, the, the gym we just found in Alabama has a punching bag. So, you love it, don't you? I don't need to be in class to keep my tools sharpened. I've been doing it for more than 20 years. I know what I need. Getting hit in the face, getting my, fast, my face bashed in when I'm always in front of a camera is not what I should be doing. I don't need to spar anymore. I, I will spar with people that are respectful where we can have a lot of fun. But do I need something? I don't have anything to prove anymore. As long as my weapons are sharp, I'm happy. 
I love it. I mean, again, this topic about martial arts is is just first of all, I I again, I, I it's not a, se- a secret. All my audiences they know. I started when I was a kid, you know, nine year old, and and I can tell you, um, I was bullied, and so that actually started giving me that that discipline and self confidence and all the stuff. But I really love the arts, and uh, again, talking about Professor Duncan himself, I remember another camp training. He because he goes around and he gives he observes everybody, and then he comes yeah. to everyone and tells them something about their their person. I remember him saying this to me like, "You're gonna be in martial arts all your life." Period. And out. And it is true. It's it's in me. It's my DNA. I talk about it. I'm proud of it. I am, a, you know, just a promoter of martial arts, and and I would never stop. You know, it's never gonna stop. It's gonna die with me. I mean, I, I lost two of my professors right now. You know, the, the highest ranking, and I still have my my direct sounds here, and I love him too. And uh, you know, they you know they're legends. They and and you're right. They teach different things that will go with you in business, in life, in personal manhood. Talking about manhood. They really teach you how to be that warrior spirit, uh-huh. and, and and that's not gonna that 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 is not. Re- and by the way, this is a show about men, but even on the women's side, I mean, they can they, they train. We train with women, oh, they tough and stuff, and all the good stuff, and they're great too. And so there's nothing about that. But here we're talking about just the level of of how you see that fa- father figure, as you said, as as you're referring to. You know, they're really true. You know, they're your mentors. They're your coach. They're your uh, they're just someone you look up to, you know, role models, right? And and you take, you know, whatever message they give you, and it, it's amazing how when you're in a school of arts or martial arts specifically, you know, you have mentors. I mean, all your hierarchies, they become, and by the way, same thing with me. I have students that that train with me that actually, they, they look at, you know, to you, like, you know, like, of you know, you're someone, someone that they, they really respect and there's. And you want to give that back to them. It's like you're, they become your kids as well. And, and by the way, it's not about age here because I've trained older people than me, but it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's it's no. that kind of concept that you deliver. But I want to go back to to the start, the beginnings with you. And and by the way, you're right. You know, unfortunately, we live in a society today that there's more of children without fathers yep. and or mothers sometimes. I mean, both sides, I mean, of the, the, the coin. But but in, in this discussion today specifically, I'm going to focus about when you don't have the father figure, the role model that is supposed to be. Now, some people can argue, and I'm sure you've heard this argument, like, oh, we can raise kids without... You're right. They can. Oh, you can. Oh, you, uh, you're absolutely right. There's nothing stopping you from doing it. Are but, you going to do a good job at it? No. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> well, in, in, in somebody's perception, yes, they think they, they can do it and they did it. But here's the thing. They would never know what's missing because, to your point... They're not men. Exactly. That's the thing. You see, throughout history, it's it's whether you believe in religion or not, whatever you believe in. in I mean, history is history, right? You know, yep. we made it to the 21st century somehow, and you know, it's been about. I mean, we're here, right? Somehow, yeah, somehow we're here, and it always took the two: father, mother, father, 100%. figure, and mother, and both have different, separate functions. And without them, it's like being, you know, the perfect complement. The yin and That's yang. why they call the, it the family nucleus. That's right. And so when you divide that. Then you do yep. have to compensate one way or the other, and you're 100%. right. The, the man cannot be a woman. Uh, we might have some femininity into us because that's genetics, and we may have of some. Course. But but there's there's some of that. But we're for example, I can tell you this: I am very nice. I am very sentimental. 
but I'm not as sensitive as my mom and my wife. You know, I mean, even with my kids, you know, if they need something soft, you know, they go to my wife, you know, and, and their mom, because That's she's exactly the one who's going to be more be. protective. Right. Uh, I'm more like, you know, the bully, you know, I'm more the, the yeah. tough dude, you know. And by the way, what happens and, I, and I've seen it when you try to compensate as, as you know, by the way, I was raised with my father and my mom, but Good my father you. was traveling. No, no, my father was traveling a lot. So when I was a kid, there were periods of time that I didn't see him. Yep. I mean, literally, you know, sometimes months, you know, sometimes weeks. So he wasn't always there, present. It was my mom that did the job. So so I can relate to you as, you know, and she was trying to compensate for him not being there. So I can tell you. And by the way, my dad passed. My mom still is living with me, literally. You know, and I until today, I will still, you know, thank her for every single thing. A lot of stuff that I owe is to her, you know. And by the way, but then also with my dad's presence, it was something different. You know, you look up to him differently. You know, the the messages, the learning that you have for him is different. You know, the, even just simple dress code. I mean, you know, we could yep. just talk about it as basic as that, right? You know, you get something from like his 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 posture. You know, all this stuff. Hundred percent. It, it's different. And by the way, again, this is to your point that nucleus is supposed to be balanced, right? Both together, given each one has its own strength, and then it compensates. Now. Can it work today? Has it worked today? It's working, but is it really working? And that's a question that a lot of people can ask the question themselves. You don't have to agree with this discussion, folks, if you're watching no. or listening. But I understand that if you ask the question, is it taking you more to compensate, to do the work that is supposed to be like almost natural, right? That's exactly whether whether you're a single father or single mother, you're going to have the same you know uh, problem or difficulty because how do I do this? And you got to figure out, and you're right, sometimes you have more of an entourage and that entourage may not have the masculinity, as you said, or femininity and, and, and the other side, if, if the opposite. And you're right. And today's society, we had that almost, it's been destroying. Slowly it has, and, 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 and by the way, guys, you know, you, you might, some people may disagree with this discussion, but I can tell you this, uh, where whatever you, you believes are, that's your belief, right? That's great. Um, I mean, I was raised in, in a culture where, that's that's how it is. There's a father, there's a mother. Both have functions, and that's how you are. And I grew up in that that system, even though, like I said, my dad was not always there, so my mom had to compensate. My mom was actually a fierce one. <laughs> I, I I feared my mom more than my dad, believe it or not. But she but, had to take that role exactly. because your father wasn't there. I, and and it's fact. This is not, by the way, it's not bullshit stuff. It's true no, story. No, and, but that's, and I, ener I, that's energy. It's not I, women are capable of having masculine energy like men are capable of having feminine energy. The they issue, call her Iron Lady. <laughs> yeah, no, but you're you're absolutely right. Your mother compensated, but the thing is, it is very normal for a guy to not always be there, because if your father's primary job was to provide for your family, he has to do what needs to get done. Women care. Why do you think it's women that carry children? Why do you think that right now you look at the statistics in Canada in university when it comes to health, you're looking at more than 70%. It's 75 to 80% of students in medicine. No matter, not just nurses, medicine are women. Why? Women are more empathic. Women care. They're more kind. Right. They just, they will often put others need before their own why do you think they're the perfect mother those are all attributes that god gave them to take care of children they have to carry the baby for nine months rip their whole inside out and still love them when they come out 
They need to be empathic. And you think about it. What type of doctor do you want? Do you want somebody that cares or somebody that's like me, that's extremely logical, that's going to look at you? Hey, suck it up, buttercup. Let's go. <laughs> oh, your arm's broken. You, you got this. Yeah. Here's, well, some, exactly duct, what here's some duct tape. Go. <laughs> Leave. Stop. 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 And go. I don't know. Uh, true story. True story, dude. Uh, you know, my son, uh, a couple of years back during COVID, he took a skateboard. It wasn't, he, he was still learning. And he just decided to take it and go on a ramp. Broke his arm. Five minutes later, he broke his arm. Makes so sense. he comes, he's coming. And so here's the reaction of my wife and I. My wife is like, nothing's happening. It's good. like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, like, there's nothing. It's like, what? you can't tell me your, your freaking arm is hanging. You can't tell me you didn't do shit. I was like so furious. And and my my wife was the opposite. And that just shows you like the difference of, of you know, it is, it is how it is. We're designed that way. And whether we like it or not, yeah, I mean, we can talk about, you know, what's going on today in terms of, you know, the selection of gender and all the stuff. But but before we go into even that topic, uh, because that's a whole different discussion. And frankly, yeah. I know because because I had it actually is. a show about it with with a, a psychiatrist and one world yeah. renowned psychiatrist. And it is that that's more of a um, an identity issue. Right. It's But we're talking about the, re, the just the, the root and natural process right now. And And frankly, it has been that way. And, you know, it's funny. You talked about empathic and passionate and loving, right? I mean, uh, whether you're Christian, Jewish, or or Muslim or faith, you know, we share very similar s stories or history. And one thing for a fact is that, you know, if you believe in Adam and Eve, uh, you would know that Eve kind of was created of Adam. And, you know, we at least in our teachings, it, it's from his ribs, right? Or, yeah. or whatever you want to, you know. But it is as per we, we, we can we can yep. we can talk science and we can even define that through <laughs> science. But that's another topic again, another show. But really, just to talk about it from the belief, pure faith. We weren't there, we didn't see it, but we believe in it. But to your point, Christian, Jewish, or Islam is it has the same story when it comes to Adam and Eve. Very few, <laughs> very variations of it. But the fact is, the concept actually from the scholars from the scholars of Islam, the concept of her being from an actual rib, which is closer to the heart, which is more feeling. So there is there is a whole narration about that. I mean, we don't have to go into the jurisprudence of this stuff, but the fact of the matter is it's always been there. The mom, you know, will always care, you know, care more, will fear more and stuff. And by the way, to, I love what you said about men are needed for protection stuff. And some people mm -hmm. may disagree. We don't need a man. Well, technically we can, the reward would have ended a long time if we didn't need a man. All right. Cause you, you, I mean, it's just what it is. I mean, it's a fact whether you, we can, we don't have to disagree about that because sperm, sperm farms are not going to be existing if man didn't exist in the first place. So, so that's another story. So if we talk about, you know, progeny and, you know, having kids, I mean, we can debate that all we want. Uh, there are certain things we can change. Right. But, but here's the thing. The fact is man died more. <laughs> Because to your point, they worked outdoors. They 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 were fighting animals in in the the, the earliest days. They were fighting a wars all the time, defending. And so there's a good chance there's always going to be. And we we joke about it even today's days. You know, we say men you know live you know shorter than than women. It's true. Yep. Statistically, women live longer. Uh, they women take longer. You know, better health. <laughs> you know, they take care of themselves better than than men. Men are always like, oh, I got this. You know, they don't even see the doctor. I mean. Again, talking about my own story, my dad, I don't remember my dad going to doctors in whole his life. And and for the times that I lived with him, I don't remember him going to a doctor until he got very old. Well, not very old. He died at 73. And then at the time, he got diagnosed, diagnosed at, you know, with, with stage four cancer. And it was it was basically too late. 
He never went to the doctor. He never believed in that. I'm going to go do preventative stuff. And most but our of mentality history, is different, though. Like That's right. That's right. A, a few years back, I'm doing jujitsu with one of my fighters. He's preparing, preparing for a fight. I spin wrong. I snap my arm right at the gym. I finished the round. Like, I heard it. You know, if you've, I've broken so many bones, I heard the click. I'm like, oh. Uh, you know. oh, oh yeah tabarnak broke my arm but i'm like i'll finish the round after the round i'm like yep okay gotta go to the hospital so i go to the hospital have a broken arm and i end up going to to work the day after i was in the office and another an older woman like probably in her 50s then broke her arm she ended up taking a month off in order to cure for her for, to care for her arm You know what I was doing that night? I was teaching martial art and punching the bag. I was wrapping my arm on my chest so that I don't use it, but I practiced my jab. I practiced my kick. I practiced my elbows. I broke my elbow. We're dumb. Six, <laughs> six years ago. You know what I did? I wrapped it off. I was, I was dating a, a, a doctor back then, so I'm like, I was at the gym doing dumbbell press, and I heard it click in my elbow, and then I was like, damn what what's wrong with my elbow i go back home and i'm like is it possible that i broke my elbow at the gym she's like chances are no so i'm like cool thank you i got the tape wrapped up my arm for six months one day i woke up i was swollen from my elbow all the way to my shoulder and you know when you can feel that it's not an infection but your body's fighting something it's it's all water it's like your bot my my arm got water retention I go to the doctor. We do an x-ray. The guy's like, yep, you have what we call a bone spur. So I destroyed all the cartilage. I, I, broke the, I broke the bone. The calcium deposit tried to fix it. It created a spur. So it created a spike, which was irritating all my ligaments around it. And because I never stopped, I destroyed all the cartilage. Like to this day, like, see, that's as straight as my arm goes. Like I always have an angle. I have to have metal put in, but... This is men. This is what. But at the same time, we are bigger. We're faster. We're stronger. We take more risk. We're more violent by nature. So it makes sense that we're protectors because, you know, I get hurt all the time and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Oh, my girlfriend's like, hey, you're bleeding. Hey, what did you do there? I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't Nico, know. It doesn't matter. Nico, it doesn't I, matter. Nico, <laughs> it doesn't I, 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 I fell on the, the skateboard the other day. Yep. It, it still hurts. Didn't go to the doctor. I, uh, you know, I bang myself. You don't go to the doctor. I'm telling you, like, you know, you know, you get sick. You know, I mean, there you only we only go to the doctor. I mean, and by the way, I'm a health guy, so I do believe in preventative stuff. And I try to do my 100 stuff. million thousand percent. But, 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 you but have to. we have a different threshold of pain. And we always yep. say, like, nothing's nothing wrong until it becomes really painful. I mean, you can't help it. <laughs> Then you're like, oh, shit, yeah. something is off. But, you know, so that's the problem that we and I'm, I'm talking in general. That's kind of like I think that's how we are made in, in, in the concept, at least historically. You know, where kind of that's what tougher, you know, and what whatever does mean, because, I mean, you can have a tough woman, you can have, you know, uh, the yep. cis, even tougher women. But but in average, the rule is that it's just like the lion and the lioness. Right. I mean, the lion is the lion. The lioness is they actually do the hunting. But it's still the lion. It's just that those are the natural processes. Can't and change it's not them. a bad thing. This is what bothers me about the conversation that we're having today in society is there are natural skills that we both possess Mo women are more loving men are more protecting by nature so it makes sense that our pain threat our threshold for pain is higher when it comes to that it, it, it makes sense that we're dumber 
for lack of a better term, when it comes to that, so that we can continue doing the fact that I continued with my broken arm is not an ego thing. It's just, I'm rolling. We're having fun. It's a broken arm. I can deal with it. I've been there before. It is. I'd rather not deal with, to not think about it right now. Let's finish that round and then I'll go to the hospital. But it, it brings such a tough mentality that I translate to everything. And this all stems back from martial art. But now, you know what happens when something shitty happens in my life? I treat the situation exactly as I did my arm that day. You know what? Does it suck right now? Yes. Can I change that? In this moment right now, can I change the fact that I'm hurting? Can I change the fact that something bad is going on? No. Is me feeling bad about it and going in a corner and crying, is it going to change anything? No. On the contrary, it's going to make it worse. So what can I do to continue moving forward? I cannot change the situation in which I am in right now, but I can change my actions. I can change the way I decide to move forward. I can take over my feelings and say, you know what? You're hurting. Okay. Granted, we take that. We, we will accept that. What next? And this is what men are supposed to do. We are supposed to look past that pain because in thing I, I i always bring it back to right now i don't fight anymore i haven't fought in a ring in nine in nine years so all my training that i do is always focused around real life situations everything that i do i don't do uh the, the type of muay thai that i do before because it's a sport at the end of the day muay thai is a sport there's a lot of rules that cannot be applicable but i've done a lot of krav maga a lot of i do a lot of groundwork yeah. i've done a lot of knife filipino knife i've done a lot of um, gun training because in my head it all connects right now it's a fight so when am I going to fight I will walk away with any with out of every situation that does not that is not a threat you, I will tell you that you're right even though that I could fold you in four if I wanted to you're the man you know what you're right I'm wrong have a good life bro I'll never see you again my ego is not hurt but if I am in a bad situation, I want to be able to continue with a broken arm. If my if my girlfriend, my family's life depend on me moving forward through pain, I know how because I've been there before. I will not be surprised to break an arm. I'll 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 smack you with the broken arm that's dangling if I have to. If that's the only weapon, the only weapon that I have. But this is what men are supposed to do. We are supposed to move. Pain is not supposed to shut us down. Or, you know, you look at a David Goggins, for example. Not the biggest fan of the guy, but I like his mentality. I like the way he thinks. And I've been in situations similar to him where my body gave out. Like, I'm a big fan of uh, intermittent fasting. And your body will shut down when you're not capable of doing something anymore. But so often our mind is so weak that we quit because of pain. We quit. Imagine a David Goggins. If you read his books, he runs ultra marathons. It's insanity to me. Absolute insanity. You have to push through the pain throughout the whole exercise. The whole thing you're doing, the whole race, you have to push through it. That's your mind. Your mind is strong, but your body's still able to go. If your body can't go anymore, you know what happens? It shuts down. That's it. You, you want to know if you could push further? I have one question for you. Did you lose consciousness? No. Your mind is weak. You could have went further. It's that simple. It's that easy. And this is 
why I think that pain is a great, great, it's a great friend to understand pain and to say, you know what, I will always be able to move through that pain because my mind allows me to. It all comes down to your mindset. Your body, I was doing, I was on my fourth day of intermittent fasting, of fasting, like just on water. And I'm going to the bathroom. I only have about 15, 20 hours to finish my fifth day. I'm in the bathroom and I wake up. I'm sitting on the side of the bath. I lost consciousness. I sat down there. I'm like, you know what? My mind is very tough. I, I would continue, but my body shut down. This is an indication that I'm doing something wrong. I got out the kitchen. I, I got out. I, I went to the kitchen. I made food right away, even though I wanted to continue for another 15. Mind-wise, I could have continued, but now I'm being dangerous to my body because my body shut down. If, my, if your body shuts down, start paying attention to your body because it's trying to tell you something. But we lack the mental toughness to go to that point, to push that you know push the limit further and further and further away and once you start understanding how tough you actually are how much pain you're capable of taking everything you know i, I love the movie fight club and at one point you know <laughs> tyler durden explains that when they start fighting they don't care anymore the guy shows up to work he's all battered his shirt is covered in blood he doesn't care anymore and he explained, I love the way he explains it. He says that once you start to fight, everything else in your life gets muted. The volume gets turned down. Because what is the worst thing that can happen in your life? A fight's going to break out. You're going to have to defend yourself. This is about the worst case scenario any man can go through at any given time. You have to put your life on the line. If you do it all the time, if you do it and you enjoy doing it, what else is dangerous? You think that if it wasn't for the fact that I fought in front of people that I got my ass kicked day in, day out in training, that my ego got so destroyed by guys that were better than me, do you think I would have been able to give presentations to multi-million multi-billion deals in front of customers? Do you think that I would have been able to give to be a keynote speaker in front of hundreds of people? Do you think that I'd be able to create content every day that I reach millions and millions of people every month with my content? Do you honestly think that without knowing how much pain I'm capable of walking through, I'd be able to do any of those things? No, absolutely not. It all stems from the amount of pain that I'm capable of taking physically and then it translates into your mindset. Your body is... The, your body is the pathway to your mind master your body you will master your mind and then through spirituality you will master both you will unify your body and your mind Ooh, nico uh, listen <laughs> bro i i you know you know this is like preaching baby i i, I love it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but, but here, here's 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 a real thing right i mean you're talking hardcore stuff and yes you know, someone can say, well... But it's not uh, hardcore. It was understood for... For centuries. Like know, 60 right? years ago, it was understood. I, 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 I well, didn't, even 40 years ago, probably. The was. conversation we're having now, we would have been treated like idiots. Like, well, duh. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> it baffles me every day that I have to talk about this. It makes... This is not what I want to talk about. 
I want to talk how to expand your mind. I want to talk how to talk to God. This is what I want to talk about. But people don't understand how you need to master your body first. So this is the thing I talk about all the time. Well, you know, but but you're touching on serious, you know, stuff. And and you know, we're talking about pain thresholds and stuff. And you know, we're referring to the martial arts. But it's true, though. I mean, if and by the way, uh, can someone challenge us right now and say, well, there are women that take you know the threshold, you know, as well. I mean, they do deliver babies, and they, that's painful. And we would never know what kind of pain is that. But, and I give them, oh, but they're designed that way. The, you know, the body is designed to take that. And and by the way, we're not judging because actually we came from there. And I can tell you, I my mom still tells me you did a lot of things to me when you were a kid. so I can remember that. And I've seen my kids being delivered. It's painful. By the way, I the only other pain I can relate to, and I make jokes about it, is a kidney stone, which I had a couple of them. And trust me, they're not fun. It is painful. But we're talking about the pain that you can you can face in a, in a real world. Like, you know, it's different. It's not, I'm not, we're not talking about natural process. We're talking about this, to your point, fighting and getting, you know, hit and stuff. It's just your design, your body is the physiognomy. But one doesn't You're, take away from the other. Exactly. A exactly. woman is designed right. to take the pain of child bearing and delivering children in the same way as men are meant to make to take the pain of physical harm if if your wife is pregnant she is vulnerable your job is to protect her if you have young children they are vulnerable you have to protect them if you want your family to grow if you want your family to become better people you need to provide them with a space where they can be free you know, I don't like safe spaces. I don't like the word safe space because everybody thinks that the world is a safe space. It's not. The day you step out that front door, there's no such thing as a safe space. But Even at, at home. home, but Even at, at home. home, but at home, the man should do everything that he can to defend that home and to provide as much as he can in order to establish a place where people can grow. When you are in survival mode, you cannot grow if all you think about is your next meal how am i going to pay the rent how am i going to pay this you'll never be able to grow because all you're going to concentrate on is surviving so if you want your kids to be smart you want your, your kids to become better than you you have to provide them an environment that they're capable of prosperity that's on you as a man that's part of protecting that's part of providing it's not just monetarily as much as it is but you need to create a place where your kids feel safe because there's no such thing in the world. So that's your job to create just one place. It could be a 20 meter by 20 meter area in the world, but that is where your kids can go in order to be themselves, to just grow. You need to provide them that space, but they also need to understand that once you, you get out of there, there's no such thing as a safe space. And even that space at home is not safe. It's not a safe space because you have to protect it. It's your job as a man to die protecting that space. Well, you know, it's that's like territorial stuff, right? You know, 100%. And it, it, it is a natural process. You know, we protect our territories. True story. This happened this week, not even back. A couple of days back, I was we're sleeping and my car alarm goes off. Three o'clock in the morning. Now, about a year ago, we had a uh, car jacking happening in the neighborhood and they hit they hit all kind of driveways, including mine, and they went to the vehicle. So this time, you know, three o'clock in the morning, I'm looking. I thought it was my neighbor's car. It was not. It was, it was ours. So now we're looking. We don't see anybody. 
you know, but, but the car keeps going and we don't see anybody. I'm like, there's something off. So I'm not going to give you the, the, the picture of what happened. I mean, I literally came out there with, with my gear and ready for, for, for I mean, <laughs> with I mean, my gear, <laughs> whatever that <laughs> may be. <laughs> yeah. I, if, 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 yep. if my camera is right now, I can share that. But, but, but I can tell yep. you, it was like a, a movie scene and my kids, were, my, my daughter was, was having a blast with it. My wife was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, if this guy is hiding, I, you know, cause it could be anything. Some idiots can actually be using that as a trick. They hit the alarm, you open the door, and now you're in your face. 100%. You know, yep. it's as simple as that. So I'm not taking a chance. So I'm ready. At this time, it's it's war on. And you talked about Krav Maga, gun training and stuff. I do ninjutsu. So we all, all the above goes. I mean, we do exactly that. And, you know, I I have a warrior spirit, and I believe in it, and I'm not going to change that. And, and I don't apologize for it. I train for it. I am the softest person, as you said. And that's the other thing. In martial arts, you're going to find all these these top guys. They're really lethal, but they will be the best people you can hang out with. They're not going to start a fight. They were never going to initiate a fight. But if you you start them, they'll finish too it bad. for you. They'll <laughs> make sure to finish it for you're you. You're done. Yeah. I mean, you know, a yep. professor used to say, finish the technique. Finish him. Literally. So when you end, you end. They got to be off their game. And so, so same concept. And I always say this. If someone has... The ability to take your life and they're willing to do that and your family well i have the the right and the ability to defend myself to the fullest at that point and even the law says that if you can present self-defense and it's it's you know equitable force whatever that you can use then what what you have to and i'm not saying i'm not we're not encouraging by the way harm and or violence here what we're saying is that we are by default you know uh, you know like mama bear is mama bear but grizzly bear is grizzly bear you know what i mean you know it's all that it's defensive mechanisms you know out there it's different we all have that my wife can defend herself she's a kickboxer too but you know we're you know if we go in the ring i mean there's a good chance i'm not saying that she's weaker than me but but it's just different things but, I mean, but it's not fair there's a good reason exactly. why men don't, don't fight exactly. women and they shouldn't uh, in in karate though, in in martial arts we do. It's yep, different because yep. we do we do train with women and stuff. So yep. it's a whole different story, and and they train. I mean, dude, Okinawa karate. I mean, those 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 guys. They're like you know they just clash, you know. And and so there's different styles that where there's everything goes, and that shows that you know women are up there in terms of a lot of things. And by the way, this 100%. debate of men or women is so old; it's not even it's archaic. Because here's the thing. I mean, we're probably from two different fates here, and. We hear this all the time, you know, bashing people, bashing Muslims in general, Islam, you know, and they say, oh, man is, is chauvinism in Islam is high. The man is always better than women. No, actually, it's the opposite. Women in Islam are higher than the men in every single thing of, of their life. We're you disposable. Know, we are exactly. disposable. We're, we're basically the warriors and the defenders and stuff. And the Look at Egypt. Is, Look at where Islam comes from. You look at the Middle East, especially Egypt. Women were the queens. The kings that's, were their subordinates. That's right. And, and they, it, is, it is the, it is is the our, truth. The only two things on this planet that can create life is God and women. There's no man out there that can create life. Only women and God can. So that's why we need to protect them. That's our fucking role. It, it bothers me how we're always trying to go at each other instead of understanding that we complement each other. And me saying that I I am the protector takes nothing away from a woman. On the contrary, I will put my life on the line to make sure my girlfriend is protected. 
my girlfriend's 110 pounds soaking wet. I'm 210 pounds. Who do you think wins that fight? I'm literally twice her size. Who wins that fight? No, but seriously, when you think about it, who wins I'm, it? I'm not going there, but you're right. You well, don't technique, think... technique doesn't need size, right, as we know in martial arts. But the way Unless it's she... equal technique. If you, exactly. If you exactly. have equal technique, 100 pounds matters. <laughs> the way, really the way it's going to win. The way it's yeah. going to win. But, but you're right. You're but right. this is what hurts me, is really the fact that for some reason, women of today believe that me saying that a man needs to be a protector, needs to be a provider, needs to be courageous, needs to be tempered, needs to have faith, takes anything away from the woman. But it's there's nothing being taken. On the contrary, it should be a compliment to women that men are ready to put their life on the line. In order, how many guys out there do a job they don't like, just so that they fam that their family never needs for anything. You don't think that 95, 99% of men out there wish they could do something else, but we're providers. We're supposed to take care of our family. We don't do it because we like it. We do it because we're supposed. That is our purpose. We are supposed to be doing this. And somehow this is insulting to women. It, 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 not it, to not me, all women, it, Nico. No, no, no. But the, the vast majority in North America are like that. I'm lucky. I have a traditional woman, but she comes from an Italian family and her parents are still together after 45 years of marriage and they live what we talk about. So th this is the thing. We're supposed to be polar opposite, like the yin and the yang. Look at any coin. We are both side of a coin, but that coin is melded together. Those two sides go with each other and some have natural skills that the other doesn't and vice versa it is supposed to go that way we are supposed to protect women women are supposed to be the emotional support of the children you know you it's always been like that that's true nico but, so, so sorry to cut you off, but there's no. one thing that that is important to to, to just pose on is that religiously and, I, and this yeah. is not a religious show by the way but religiously Yep. Anybody today that goes to a church, synagogue, or mosque, or, or other temples, you know, some, some other religions have similar concepts, right? I, I keep just referring to the They all three, do. You know, yeah, they, they all, all do. do. They all do. Yeah, but I, I keep just referring to the three you know, yeah, majority no, no, ones, if you want to call it. Yep. But, but just looking at that, right? Anyone that is actually of faith or believes, you know, in, in the system and they actually people of the, the, the books... They will probably agree that there is a uh, an actual yep. balance. There is a man, and there's a function for both, and they won't even debate that that the stuff. And you're right; yep. there is a higher incidence of debate. Like, well, they're equal. Well, of course they're equal. They actually, that's always been the case. As a matter of fact, to your point, uh, the men are or have been the servants of women all along. You know, you you know. Again, when you think the example <laughs> of a queen, everybody is catering to the queen, right? Same thing. The man goes in. Now, now I get it. Like, you know, so we get to the point where the society is modern. And listen, I'm a contemporary guy, you know, and my wife works and I am all, all the good stuff, right? But we still have our own balances, right? We understand our roles in the family and who does what. And that's not the and by the way, she is she's my queen. She's you know, she's like happy wife, happy life. I use that concept that I believe it's okay. I have no problem with that. But here's the thing. The the concept is not even that. When you when when we started uh, trying to almost compete with each other, the men yep. versus the women. That's really 100%. what's happening. We became 100%. a competition, like who's who's better, who can do better things. 
And you know what? Everybody, and by the way, I've had more bosses, women, and I, I, I admire them. They're great leaders. They're great bosses, and I have no problem with that. And I enjoyed actually working with them for them. And I, I have plenty of women surrounding my life, you know, and I, I, I love all of them, right? And, and there's nothing. I appreciate their level of, you know, knowledge, skills, abilities, all the stuff. And there's, it doesn't end in mind. I don't feel like, oh, like that's something you're like, I'm a macho man. I can't work for a woman. No, that does, it never bothered me. But here's the thing. What I have noticed talking to my good friends, you know, sometimes they say, like, I wish I didn't have to work. You know, you know, you men have it easy and stuff. I, you hear those expressions all the time. That's because. It, yes, they do, and they're trying to fit in in that role that is not designed technically, historically, for them or naturally, and they mm -hmm. do the best that they can in it, and they do terrific in it, not even the best, but is it really what they want? That's the question. Now, you talked about ego and pride and stuff, and sometimes this because of the way the society has designed it, the way it's become taboo to talk about it, the, the way it become, I mean, this, this show is probably going to get, you know, <laughs> crazy, you know, reviews, but hey, listen, the idea, we're not talking about anything strange here, folks talking about the natural process there's a man there's a woman and we're not even talking about the gender right now and all that stuff that's a whole different you know topic but the <laughs> fact is historically that's how it's been and everybody's got a role and when that role is is applied correctly we get a good society and we don't have here's the thing we have divorce why because everybody's got cojones i'm sorry you know that's the thing like you know i got bigger balls than you i'm sorry you know i'm, I'm, I'm going on a tangent here but that's really what it is right you know we, we measure sizes here and and what's happening is that we have these divisions you know because of arguments because of ego because you can do this why you not do this who's going to do this who's going to do the other and we have problems and you know what it's funny because it shouldn't you you i love what you said like you know your your girlfriend's parents are you know from italy and they're old school and you know i go to you know cruises all the time and i love the the, the love and marriage show and it shows when we start, you know, there's three couples and the oldest couple is usually the most impressive. And typically 90% of the time they win the the, the, the the game. Why? They just coherent. They actually lived for 60 years together, 50 years together. How? They knew their roles. They kind of work their roles accordingly. There's a lot of bumps in the way, but they make it. And it's not like, you know, oh, I, you know, I, I pay the bills. You do this, you do that. And then we fight for what? So what's the point of being together in the first place? And here's the thing, if we divide and there is no more marriage, which is also encouraged, you know, more than ever now, I mean, it's just a practice that is natural now, but, but when you look at it, like, you know, it's a, I was listening to something earlier and it's very simple, like boyfriend, girlfriend, my boyfriend, I took her boyfriend, her girl, you know, her boyfriend, nobody is nobody's. I mean, technically you're not taking anybody's right because nobody belongs to anybody. You're you. Your girlfriend's your girlfriend. While she's your girlfriend, what she decides to be your girlfriend, what he decides to be. Your if you choose not to, whatever it is, you're gonna move on. People marry and divorce, right? So the thing is, it's just about where you know being in that balance and working together. And by the way, it doesn't take away the role. It doesn't take away you know who's who's better than the other. This is not a comp competition of like who's the highest being here. There is no such thing. And when we start focusing on that, then we know that we do we all respect each other. And that's it. Like, you know, again, we, when I say we here, I, I can talk about me as a Muslim. You know, we get this shit all the time. <laughs> you know, we're like the worst, you know, men on, on the planet. We treat women like they don't belong. They have stuff. We took more inheritance. There are so many rules that people don't understand. We can do a whole show about that. But the fact of the matter is that's not how it is. You know, there's more to this to the story, right? And it's not, it's always been that way. I mean, we, we give an example that, that, you know, we have women that are in history. I mean, the first university in the world, technically, that that is recorded, 
is in Fez in Morocco, and uh, it's called Karawin, and it was by a woman. <laughs> we nobody denied her ability and, and 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 expertise. This is a thousand years ago. So so where is that coming? I'm just giving an example of what one of the nations, one of the groups that everybody looks down to, you know, thinking that we're like the worst, you know, people on this planet treating women. Now, is are the elements that are like so archaic or they don't they don't understand the rules and they apply the man chauvinism? Of course they are. In every culture, I, I see them in the states, I see them in the multiple yep. cultures, not in a particular religion or the other. There are men that still beat women today, you know, which is taboo. You can't do that. I don't care what religion, what belief, what culture, that's not applicable. But we see it now in modern society. So is that the reason sometimes where we have these debates? Potentially, you know, and you said it 60 years ago, this discussion would be like, you know, what are you guys talking about? I mean, why you guys from the future. Why are we I mean, talking about hold this? On, Nico, we'll be like, are you guys from the future or something? Because yeah. this hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah, no, you're definitely from the past. Definitely oh, from shit. The past. But it's, you know, it, it's just instead of focusing on all those little things that are related to our ego break it down to the most common denominator and just look at women nature and masculine nature what are we good at what are we physically gifted mentally gifted emotionally gifted more than another when it comes to intelligence men and women are the same we learn very differently but we are the same when it comes to our brain capacity. One is not more intelligent than the other. Emotionally, yes, women are more intelligent emotionally. Women should always be very highly connected to their feelings compared to a man that should let his woman be emotional and be stoic, be her rock, let her be feeling. But at the same time, the man is his physicality is so much better than a woman when it comes to mask when it comes to physical work when it comes to protecting but again a woman's body is meant to carry children so it is built a completely different way a man's body is built to protect built a completely different way and that's a beautiful thing when it comes down to it it is beautiful to see two beings that are meant to complement each other. They are meant to be together. And this is what society today has forgotten and will not admit because they believe that me being a masculine man takes away from a feminine woman and vice versa when it does not. In no way, shape or form is me being masculine take anything away from my girlfriend? On the contrary. You know, we've had... We're watching a movie yesterday, a new movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And he goes to war. There, You know, when they were in Afghanistan, they had translator. Mm -hmm. They had like 50,000. Kandahar? Is that Kandahar, the, the, the name of the movie? No, no, it's The Covenant. And well, the Covenant, yeah, yeah. It's just came on Netflix. Yeah. So there's a Muslim translator that basically saves his life carries him into impossible feet he wakes up in the hospital four weeks later basically and he's like what the hell happened that muslim guy with his new family is left in a very bad spot because now he's become number one most researched guy of the taliban because he helped an american escape the country and th their relationship is so beautiful jake gyllenhaal and his wife is so beautiful because 
he's he can't sleep at night he can't sleep at night because he knows he's like i owe, I owe that guy my life and now he's paying the price of saving me while being chased everywhere in his own country people don't like him anymore because he helped me so i have to go back and help him i have to he tried everything from the us it didn't work but then at one point he's he's drinking a lot and he's losing his he's losing his mind his wife goes to him and she's like you know we've been married for 12 years you've been going to war for 12 years every time you leave i don't know if you're going to come back this this is my life and i accept that and right now we will refinance the house if we have to but you are going back to save that guy it's like she understands that his need to help to protect to put his life on the line to save somebody that saved him is more important that he can't do anything about it he was going to go crazy if he doesn't do it it's eating out of his soul and his wife is like you know what I'm not going to argue with you. I don't like this. I don't want you to die, obviously. But I will take care of the fort. I will take care of the kids. Don't worry about it. Do what you got to do. Don't worry about us. Do what you got to do. And this is beautiful to me. Having a wife that says, "You know what, brother? I love you to I love you to death. But I know what you are. I know who you are. I know what you are. I know your heart. Go." I'm not going to make this out of a, I'm not going to make this a fight. And this is what has become so toxic today. We make fights between the two of us, between men and women on stuff that is natural. You cannot help the fact that Jake Jalenhall had to help that guy because the guy helped him. He owes himself his life. He owes that guy his life. He doesn't have a choice to go back. He doesn't have to. Or else you'll never see your husband again. That guy that is left is only a shadow of himself. As a woman, you need to understand that because that's how he is. And this is what we need to go back to. This this relationship it was beautiful to me. And you know, I've had conversations like this with my girlfriend and just yesterday and she's look she looked at me and she's like, "You know, I would expect you to do the same thing." It's like if that was you there, you have to go too. You don't think my girlfriend chose me because she knows I can protect her? Of course she did. You don't think that if something happens, I'm expected to get up, to go see what the problem is and to take care of it? Of course I am. That's my job. There's no discussion about this. There, it's not a conversation. And that does not come from me. She tells me this. That movie yesterday, she looked at me and she's like, you know what? You, <laughs> you would have to go back to. You owe that man your life. Go. And she would think less of me as a man if I did not. But at the same time, does my girlfriend cook for me all the time? Does she take care of me? Absolutely. Absolutely she cares for me. That's what she does. How is that me taken away from her? Nothing. She shows me her love by taking care of me. And I'm ready to die to protect her. That's the fucking deal we made. And that is the deal we live by. Nico, I, I love, first of all, the example of, about the movie, it's a real, I mean, we have, you know, army wives, you know, and, 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 you know, armed forces yeah. wives everywhere in the world that, yep. that every day they support their husbands to go and vice versa. There are men who support their wives that go to war now. And, and it's, it's irrelevant. It's about that chemistry. It's about that agreement. As you said, you know, you're right. 
she's cooking. That doesn't mean she has to. See, that's the other thing. Sometimes we, we lose that in translation. Like, oh, is women's job only the house, the clean, the children and stuff? Trust me, women do that because they love that one too. I mean, I can tell you one thing. Between me and my wife, my wife does a better job, you know, at taking care of the kids. I mean, I can tell you, you know, that doesn't mean like I, I'll do whatever I can. If, if she wants me to cook, I'll cook. I, I, I cook too. But I, I, I'm lousy at it. <laughs> she's not going to be, she's not happy about, about my stuff and the way I do things. And she's going to do it. And even if I was the best, you know, there are certain things that she likes to do. And I, I support that. That doesn't mean that I'm incapable or she's no. incapable to do it. No, we, we can do similar stuff. But, but to your point, it still goes to the reality of things. We have different phys physiognomy, physiology, whatever you want to call it. We have the anatomy is different. We have the, the endurance that is different. You know, yes, can can we run them out? Can she do better than me in a lot of stuff? My wife is much younger than me. She can have more stamina than me any given day today. You know, it doesn't mean anything. You know, it's okay. That's her thing. I support it and I have no problem with it. And I think that's, we we, we kind of lost our ways in, 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 again, competing with each other, like, the other, the other. The Instead of working we're not, together, we're, we yeah. fight each other. We're one society. We're one unit. And and it was meant to be that way for centuries. And it's been like that for centuries. And only to your point, in the recent years, we had these debates and, and it's getting just worse now. And and really, why? I have no idea. And frankly, um, it will be, it's easier that, you know, everybody does what they have to do. And yes, you know, sometimes women do more than men, I can, I can, I can say today. I mean, they work, they come back, they still take care of the kids, they still do the cooking, they still do the stuff. Not because, you know, we're not capable, because that's a part of the choice and part of the deal that you have sometimes as a couple. You do whatever, but I got to go do stuff. I got to do the, the, the lawn. I got to do the, the snow. I got to do this and stuff. And sometimes they chip in too. So there's no such thing as like, you know, who's got the, it's agreeing that we can do certain things and you can do certain things. And that's all there is. We are supposed to have a balance together to succeed better. And then that relates back to our children. As you said, the story about you and, and your upbringing without the role model. If the two are together, the kids are going to have both models. They know what it is for a man to, to like, if I have like my, my son, he comes to me for man stuff. He goes to his mom for women's stuff. Like, you know, he's got things like he can tell, confine in her things that he won't tell me. And vice versa, it comes to me certain things that he's not going to go to his mom. And and he has, you know, my view and her view. Now, if he only had one view, it will be lopsided and it's nothing you can do about it. You can watch movies, you can get mentorship. You know, it's not the same. It is just not the same. And you say you articulated well enough. It's just how it and is. One you can doesn't take it. away from the other. This is all That's I right. want to stress all the time. That does not mean a father is better than a mother and a mother is better than a father. Technically, if you really want to be at it, single fathers do a better job at raising children than single mothers. Look at every single statistic out there. Every single child, 90% of single parents are women. But the 10% of kids that are raised by, by men do better than the 90% of kids that are raised by women. Just because of that discipline. Because we're normally more on, we're more logical. Now, am I saying that emotionally, those children are doing as well as the children that are raised by women? I don't know. That I I've never seen a study that that compares both. I can tell you as a guy that was raised by a woman, that's where your emotional aspect comes from. If you're, you know, I, I'm I'm a big fan of psychology, and one of the things that fascinates me are serial killers. I love how serial killers can be made and they always come back if you look at most serial killers they come from a family with a woman that was extremely abusive 
the woman, the mother destroyed the emotional component in that son. And that's how they're capable of killing people because they don't have that emotion attachment to people. They're psychopaths. They do not have any empathy for others. Who is supposed to teach empathy to a boy, to a daughter, his mother? Mother are more empathic. So they need. So if you destroy, if you take that away, you destroy that component and make it violent and make it resentful, make it bad, your son will never be able, unless he does the work, to be emotionally intelligent. And that is something I struggle to to this day. My mom was not somebody that was very touchy-feely. She never was. So not only did I not have a father, but I did not have a very feminine mother either. And is that because she was too much in her masculine energy trying to compensate for both? Maybe. Maybe the only reason she was there is that there wasn't a man there that allowed her to become very feminine while he took care, as you explained, one take care of the masculine stuff. The other takes care of the feminine stuff. One is capable of being masculine and one masculine is capable of being feminine, but that is not what they're meant to do. So if they have to do both, they will do neither properly. And this is what I, so my work to this day, the biggest work that I do is always trying to be better on the emotion portion. Because I was never taught. I can teach myself how to become a real man. How to become what I consider to be a real man. But I have to do the work on the emotional part too. Because I did not receive it from my mother. When that's what it comes. And it is extremely important. For men to know. How to deal with that emotional aspect. Because. One of the things that. He Harmony did a study. And they were showing that 64% of men. Admitted to choosing women based on the qualities or flaws of their mothers. And it totally, psychologically, it makes sense because the first woman a man has ever loved is his mother. That's the first woman representation that you have is your mother. You know, one of the things I love the most about my girlfriend is that she, she cooks. She loves to cook. Why do you think that is? My mother cooked meals my whole childhood. I don't remember going to restaurant. It was not something we did. Come from a military family. We were in shape. That's something that's been in my head my whole life. So that's one of the things I love the most. I always look for that in any women that I've dated in my life. If she wasn't a cook, I'm like, eh. But not just a cook, somebody <laughs> that enjoys it. And it has nothing to do with saying a woman belongs in the kitchen. My grandmother always told me that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So my oh, grandmother did all the time <laughs> to this day, we're talking about food. Now I'm hungry. But the point is, this is how it is. Women, your role when it comes to raising children is so crucial in a way that the role of a man is so crucial as well, just for different reasons. But if you do one, if you're capable of doing one while your partner does the other, it's how it was meant to be. If one of the two partners is stuck doing both, he will end up or she will end up somewhere in the middle doing a poor job at both, struggling to juggle between the masculine energy and the feminine energy. And the only, and you know what? The only person that pays for this is your kid. So put your ego aside. I just finished writing a section of my book that is dedicated to single mothers. And it is exactly what I tell them. Stop 
put your ego aside. It is not about you. It's about your son. And I can tell you what happens when you're raised by a single mother. I was raised by a single mother. Luckily, I made something out of myself. I did not just become a statistic that I use all the time in my content. But if you don't want your son to become a, a statistics, admit to yourself that you cannot raise him alone. That takes nothing away from you. Nothing. The fact that you cannot raise your son alone does not make you any less of a woman. You were never meant to raise him alone. Neither is a man supposed to raise kids by themselves. This is what we need to understand because the only people paying for our mistakes and our ego and the way we feel about it is our children. And this is why we are in the situation that we are right now. You are, Nico. And children are the future. And if they're not getting the basics and the foundation, then they're not getting that same to the next and so on and so forth. And it's forth. the parents' then fault. Every time it's the parents' fault. Yeah. It's not the school system to raise your kids. It's you. It is you as parents. You know, to this day, I still don't have kids. You know why? Because I never felt I was ready for them. Now, I'm in a situation where ready. I, underst I, un I understand what my role is. And I can't do it alone. I cannot be with a woman that five years from now, she won't be there. I need a woman that will stick with me through thick and thin. Now I know that I can live my masculine and she can live her feminine in order for us to raise those children together because we are both. I need, I want to have great kids because they're going to have the best of both worlds. I cannot do it alone. I don't want to do it alone. It's not fair for my future kids to do it alone. I owe them better than that. Nico, I, I want to just to state one thing. You know, this conversation, folks, that you're watching right now, listening, let's understand something. They both have strengths. Men <laughs> and women are equal when it comes. They just have different strengths. You know, we cannot, like, I cannot do everything in the house. I cannot do anything in the job. If you own a company, you cannot do everything by yourself. You're going to need people to do different things. If you work, you know, in the unit, you are part of the unit. There's a team. There's different functions. A, a doctor cannot be an engineer, a janitor, a, a, you know, everything else, you know, under the, the cook, the chef, the this, that. You can't do it all. Same concept. Everyone has functions and strengths, and that's really what it is. The best thing about team is you use the best of both sides or how many people on the team. In this case, in society, it starts with the unit of two, men and female, men and women, uh, masculine and feminine, whatever you want to call it. And that's what it is. That's how it's been. It's worked for centuries. It is still supposed to work. And you know what? We have things that are happening. We have suicide. We have you know, people that, are, as you said earlier, not sure about their identity. And that leads to the, the gender, you know, discussion. There's so many things that are going on. And we're, you know, because of the way it's been, you know, happening. I'll a good example. You know, today my kids had prom. And so so my wife is working. She couldn't do it. So I came from work. I got to do different things. You know, I had the show. I was doing a lot of different things, you know. And sometimes, like, oh, I wish she was here. <laughs> she could do it to help out. But, you know, you work, your company, you help each other, but it's not the same. When she travels, for example, overseas, you know, to visit whatever, and I stay behind, or vice versa, if I go away, then one gets all the lump, all the work, all the load, and you got to get tired. It's just how it is. doesn't matter if, you know, anyone watching or listening, whatever your opinion about this, you know, if you deep think it, you know, it's going to make sense. It's going to add Remove up. Remove your it, ego from it. it yeah, it's going to add Remove up. This is not about he, she. It. No. 
exactly. So, so, so now let's talk about the virtues of a man. That you, you're right. You, you're right in you're you're right in that book. Yeah, you have five almost. You know, I guess the the pillars. Five virtues of a good man. Yeah, pillars, virtues. I like the word virtues, but yeah. Sure. Uh, what what are those five things that that every man should have, and every woman should look into the man to have? <laughs> Courage is number one. You need to be able to go after what you want. You need to be able to do things that scares you because without it, there's no growth. Whatever other virtues that I'm going to put after, it needs to start with courage. You need to be capable of facing your fears because if you are to be a protector, you cannot be fearless. There's no such thing as being fearless. I hate, I hate when people say you should be fearless. If you're, fearler, if you're fearless, you have a psychological problem. It's not... Everybody out there is scared of something. They might not tell you. Show me somebody that's fearless. I'll show you a liar. There's no such thing as being fearless. There is something out there that scares you. Yes, you get better. The more you face your fears, the less things scare you. But there's still stuff that scares you. So f being able to, you have to be courageous, first and foremost. Then you need to be a protector. Not only to know how to defend yourself, to know how to defend your family. If you don't have a family today, that no problem. Learn to defend yourself and learn how to defend your future family. But it goes further than that. It's more than just knowing how to defend yourself. You gain access to your mind by gaining control over your body. Like we were talking about earlier, that's why martial art is so crucial. What, by learning martial art, you will learn skills that will translate in everything else in life, like toughness, coachability, knowing what it is to work as part of a unit, to work as part of a team. You'll soon realize by sticking to it that you have discipline. You'll work on your courage. All the skills that a man can have, you can develop through martial art. And as you grow into the gym, you go into martial art, you eat well, you treat your body with the respect that it deserves, you still, you stop treating your body like a dumpster, you will discover that your mind will start operating at a level that it never operated before. Because at the end of the day, your body is a machine. If you give it the fuel that it requires, if you give it the exercise that it requires, you will start gaining access to parts of your mind that was not accessible to you prior to that because you've never treated your body with the respect that a machine deserves. Then you need to become a provider. And a provider, as we said earlier, is not just on the monetary side, but it is. Like it is a big component of it, but you need to be able to provide a place for your family to feel safe, to be able to grow, to, to give them at least one place on this planet that they can be themselves. So you need to provide monetarily. You need to provide that space. You need to be there for your wife emotionally. And that to me is my biggest struggle. This is the one I work. I, I'm very lucky that my girlfriend knows me very well. She's very patient with that part of me. But this is my biggest struggle. And this, for the women out there, the emotional component comes from you. It is your job. I, I can teach my boy how to become a, how to to become a protector, how to make money. I can teach him that. 
But that emotional aspect, that will always come from my wife, my girlfriend, from the mother. So the it, it, women are so crucial when it comes to the development of a man. Why do you think that you look at one of the strongest civilizations that was the Spartans, the Agogi, that was the rite of passage that they had to go through, the first seven years was spent with their mothers to teach them that so that the mother could teach the son empathy, kindness, care. They would be emotionally attached to their children in order to teach them that emotional aspect. But the day they turned seven or eight, they were taken away and put into a world of violence with men because that's what men do. And that's another thing you learn in martial art. How many times have I bled on the mat, turned around and high-fived and hugged a guy that just broke my nose or that just broke something on me? And those are the guys I... There was no animosity. There's no... You mother, you just no, there's like, bro, I should have went left when I went right, or I should have blocked that one, but hey, it is what it is. Did it, it is in us. Men are violent by nature. It is uh, in us, and that's how we create bonds. To this day, if you're a martial artist and you stand around me long enough, we're gonna roll, we're gonna fight. At one point, I'm gonna smack you, you're gonna smack me back. There's no doubt. And I do this with the utmost respect because I am a man and I love manly men around me. So you have to become the provider, but you also need temperance. This is the one most men struggle the most, and this is a lifelong battle. I don't think you ever become tempered, but I think that every day you can become better because we are violent by nature. I am extremely violent. I'm extremely aggressive by nature. But over the years, I look 10 years ago, I'm not the man I am today. Like I was not this man. I've been in fights that I should have never been in. I've done some violent things that I should have never done. It could have been so dangerous. Like how many times I've somebody cut me off, they gave me the finger, I followed them home. I blocked them at a stop and knock on that window like, right, you want to give me the finger? Step out the car, I'll show you what it means to give me the finger. How stupid is that? How stupid is that? I'm sorry, but, man. You gave me, you gave me. It, I did exactly that a couple of times back of, in the days. But of course, you did. <laughs> this is what happens to men when they do not control their emotions. You either control your emotions, or they will control you. But today, when I say this, people are automatically think they're like, "Oh, so I can't be emotional?" No, 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 no. That's not what I just said. You remember that space that you're supposed to provide your family? You can be emotional there. Your woman expects you to be emotional with her. But once you cross that front door, you become stoic because it is not your place to be emotional. Your place is to be the rock your wife deserves. That's your job. Your wife is already emotional. Ask your woman, ask your wife tonight if she would want an extremely emotional guy. She doesn't want to. That's her job to be emotional. If I'm always emotional, that means my girlfriend needs to become masculine in order for me to be ma to be emotional. And this is what's happening with men today. They're so emotional. They're so in their feminine energy that women need to go to their masculine energy in order to be a relationship with them. And you know what? Do that long enough, she will resent you for it because she wants to be feminine, but you're not allowing her. So she will leave you and she will find a man that will allow her to live in her feminine. And this is what happens. You need to control your emotions because at the end of the day, you control three things in life. You control your emotions, you control your actions, and you control your reactions. That's it.
everything else is outside it does not belong to you but through temperance you can learn how to control your emotions you can learn how to take the right decisions because your emotions are not controlling you and through meditation you can learn how to control your reactions when we think that our un unconscious mind is not accessible i put thing in my unconscious mind every day i do there's techniques through self-hypnosis there are techniques through meditation you can create a pathway between your conscious mind and your unconscious mind is just a matter of be able to be tempered in order to gain access to it and then you have the last one and the one that it is not last because it's the least important it is the last one because it puts everything together faith and there's three types of faith and it does not need to be religious as much as i'm i'm a christian i'm a god-fearing man it does not need to be and the way I like to explain it is this. There's three types of faith. Let's, for the sake of argument, let's replace faith by belief. How can you create self-confidence if you don't first believe in yourself? How can you ever build a relationship with a new person if you don't believe that they are the person they say they are? And how can you ever find life purpose if you don't first believe that you were put here for a reason. And that could be God, that could be nature, that could be the universe, however you want to call it. But at the end of the day, if you want to build self-confident, you need to have faith in yourself. If you want to build a relationship with a woman, you need to have faith in her. If you want to, to find your life purpose, you need to have faith that there's a force bigger than you that puts you here for a reason. <laughs> there Deep you go, stuff, man. Deep stuff, man. <laughs> you know, uh, listen, I mean, we've exceeded the hour, but this discussion is... Yeah, like 45 so... minutes ago. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But, <laughs> it's, you know, it's you, all just good, can't you can't stop it. I, you know, I hope you still got a minute, but... Yeah, but, yeah, but man. We, we, we had a great time here. And, um, you know, it, it's amazing... Oh, as uh, soon as I did that, my external camera just died on me. That's very interesting. Oh, all right. Oh, that, that no, hold <laughs> on. I got another one, but it's unfortunate. Uh, the quality is definitely not that good. That's my laptop. So no, sorry, okay. bro. You're gonna have to have some. You're you're gonna have to play with your editing on that one. No, no, there's nothing. We I was talking anyway, so <laughs> it's all good. You know, you know, I got. I love this because when we, you, you, this is the natural aspect of things, right? You're doing this, you're working, you're making it happen, and it happens. It happened to me as well many times before. So trust me, I know. But 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 I just want to first of all, Nick, I want to really to thank you. I mean, the work you do is amazing, and it's needed. And uh, and again, it's not taken away from the women's, you know, equality. None of that. Uh, it, it's if anyone listens and watches, you know what this discussion is about. This is not about you know women not being equal to men. This is just about men being men and women being and women. women being women. That's and it. how they fit together as That's as it. a unit and that, as a unit. And it is not religious. It's got nothing to do with it. It's just really the basics of nature and how history you know has revealed it to be successful. And anytime we kind of tend to veer away from from the course of things 
we get problems. I mean, whether we mess up with nature, we get nature, you know, stuff. We mess up with relationships, things happen. And and again, somebody always pays the price and it could be both sides. And most definitely is the kids and the kids ultimately are the future of society. And therefore, there's going to be more of problems and, and, and really turmoil going forward in next generations to come. And again, I mean, if someone that is here today living with us, watching, listening, they lived in the 60s and say 70s, 50s and beyond. And that, to your point earlier, this would be like, what the hell? But if they're listening today, they're going to be like, damn, you know, where did we go wrong and where we are today to have to even, you know, try to promote this? I mean, we almost like doing a propaganda, but like you're supposed to be a man, you're supposed to be a woman, we don't, you know, but what it is, it, and we're not, again, yeah. we're not talking about the gender concept here, folks. So there's two different discussions. That's a whole different discussion to have with identity and choices but this is just about we're talking about just the basic natural instant of who we are uh, as as a creation and as you know beings on this planet right so 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 nico i, I know you have a website um you know how can can people reach out to you and and how can can you really you know so uh, what's the what's what's the message that we want to send to people today and of course the books would like them to to reach out and get the books as well the you can find me at nicolagan.com i just literally today i got out of my amazon uh my audio because i have an audio book for my first book and it's not me that recorded it it's an actual professional that did it but i got it away from the amazon exclusive deal that i had with them and i will put them for free on my website like my first book will be available i'll do you can download the mp3 just so that i can somehow help people if it resonates if whatever if finding purpose is something that you're looking for, give me a week or two. It, it will be on my website. You can download it for free at nicolagan.com. Um, the next book is going to take me a couple of months because I'm writing it right now. But if you're a social media fan, you can check out my uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook at Real Nicolagan and YouTube at Nicolagan, but you'll find me whatever the platform I'm on it. I'm on like eight different platforms. So I am everywhere. Uh, I annoy everybody everywhere. So you can, you can find me somewhere. So and, reach and, out and, and you know what, that's another thing. If there's anything I said that you agree, you disagree, and you're the type of person that's respectful that want to have an actual conversation about this, or you want to understand something, reach out to me. I love that stuff. I love to talk to people. I talk to, if you comment on my stuff, chances are I'll respond to you. I, I respond to hundreds of people every day, if not thousands. I love this. I love to interact with people. So if you have questions, if you know, if you're in, you're, you know, I've helped single mothers in the past that have reached out to me to say, you know what? I don't know what to do. I love what you say, but I don't know what to do. No problem. Where are you? I'll find you a gym. I know people all, all over the place. Once you, you, you do martial art long enough, it's like a, a free pass to go to every country you can. So chances are I can find you a gym. Wherever you are, reach out. If you have questions about this, please reach out. I'm, I'll always do my best to, to, to take the time. All right. Well, so, Nico, I know you've you've been in, in quite a few shows, and you were in, in, in literally in, in Times Square, too. Um, can you tell us just briefly what that was about? Oh, it's just uh, I, I've had the... Um, I've had the pleasure to be on big podcasts. I've had the pleasure to record with Sean Kelly, which has something like 10 million followers on his podcast. We were in the Wynn Hotel in Vegas. Like I, I've been, I've always chased after what I wanted, right? And 
it's all it is like we we didn't even speak about this but i've been traveling the u.s in an rv for a year now i've been through 22 states and all of the stuff that i record is i built a studio in an rv so there, there, there's literally no limits to what somebody can do as long as they believe that they can do it and my faith is everything like my faith the reason i am where i am today is because i'm i have faith that's it there's there's no there's nothing more blind than my faith. I trust. That's it. That's all. There's no, I never doubt it. I never question it. I never, but this is why I'm living the life I'm supposed to live because I've always been ready to do what it takes. And I never doubt. If it feels right, if my heart is telling me, if my, my conversation with God tells me something, I don't doubt it. I will put it into effect then and there. And luckily, I found somebody in my girlfriend that trusts my lead. Because maybe one day we can do another podcast and I can go into those conversations. But I have, throughout our journey, came back from a walk with my dog and just say, hey, we need to stay here for two months. And she doesn't question me. She doesn't doubt me. She's just... Again with this, she, and then we we do. She 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 makes the face. You know that face when you've been with someone long enough. They know how you are, and you you recognize the. You start doing something, and they're like, "Oh, not again!" But you know, it's working. <laughs> it's working because I found somebody that understands what and who I am, and wants me to be that person. She's not trying to change me. It wouldn't work. In the same way that I found a mother. I found a mother to my children. That's what my girlfriend represents to me. I needed somebody that was able to do a better job. As bad as this sounds, I needed somebody. I need someone that can do a better job than my mother did. I don't want my children to, 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 being, to be brought up without a father and with a woman that's struggling to do both. Well, first of all, I am humble to, to, to have the pleasure to have you today with me, and that's one. Thanks two. for having me, man. I I I, I love your shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of mine. I design T-shirts too, so that's one of mine. Yes, I I, lo I love it. Discipline trumps motivation, huh? It pisses people off because I took the flag of Donald Trump. Right, that's his colors he used. I I stole his logo, and because it's Trump, so I'm like, oh yeah, let's piss people off and do it. I wear it all the time. Yeah, from I, I a get, distance, from people, all they're going to see is Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I get the looks all the time because I do a lot of uh, street interviews, right? Like this weekend, we're going to drive up to Nashville and I'm going to go talk to people in the street. It's one of the things I absolutely love to do. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be all over your TikToks, man. <laughs> yeah, but I do. But this shirt, I get two reactions. Either like that I wore that shirt on Sean Kelly's podcast and Vegas is very liberal. I'm walking through the Wins Hotel. People are just looking at me like, Nasty. mother, because all they see is the colors, right? But then I get other, it's always two things. Either people hate it or people stop me. Like I've had, I have a t-shirt. Oh, see, there you go. That's the hoodie I was wearing this morning. I love this one. Can you see what it says? Yeah, man, lives yeah. matter. <laughs> so this is another one. I wear it all the time. I have it in all different colors and it pisses people off. But I was in Colorado a few months back, and we're at the restaurant, very high-end restaurant. I was wearing the T-shirt equivalent of this one, and we go to pay our bill, and the waiter looks at me. He's like, no, you're good. 
I'm like, <laughs> my, my girlfriend and I are like, what do you mean we're good? Like, it's $120, $150 for the meal, right? And he's like, uh, one of our regulars saw your shirt. And he's like, I got to buy him. His, like, I got to buy that guy his food. So there you go. So th those are always, I have a lot of T-shirts <laughs> that are out there. So you also you do. Them. You also have your regular podcast. People can can listen to it on Apple. Yeah, and yeah, all this yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the only difference with my podcast though is that I don't. Re I'm not constant on the podcast because I do all in person. All my gear, all the things that I do, I visit. So I've as I've been going throughout the country, I meet people. I go to their house. I go to their gym. I go to their office. I set up my gear and we talk. I record pod. I record stuff for my way. show every every day. I create content that's about my opinion and could be a podcast every single day. But my podcast itself, I only record in person. I don't want to do... There's something that's lost in transition, in translation, sorry, when you're doing it. Our podcast would have been very different if we were face-to-face. -face. Chances are we would have fought. At one point, we would have tried something. But you know what I'm saying. Like I like the personal aspect. As, good, as great as this has been, there's always something to do it in person. Always it's always it's different yeah i mean I, I, listen maybe as as the network grows you know we'll have a 100%. full studio with 100%. and then you you're more than welcome to chill up there. <laughs> we'll, we'll, and maybe we can even take it to the mat you know let's see i don't know oh we'll for sure that for sure that if we meet we're fighting that i can tell you right now we're gonna we're gonna uh, spar we're gonna have fun okay. we're gonna have well, fun well speaking of which it's funny you said something about you 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 your relationship with the other component like the other like guys that you you spar with and yep. even though you're bleeding and stuff, but you're right. Like, remember that 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 test I told you where he said yep. you guys go all at it. Well, what I forgot to mention is that actually I, he broke my nose there. Yep. <laughs> you know, so so the, we and and we didn't stop. We kept going. I mean, at the end, we did the whole thing. And you know, we, every time you know, like about a couple of weeks later, Professor looks at me. He's like, he laughs at me. Like, you know, <laughs> he smiles because he knows where what happened to my nose. Uh, by the way, my nose was crooked before it got a little worse. <laughs> <laughs> you are Moroccan after all, right? I'm just messing with you. <laughs> that is but, exactly right. I got a typical nose. <laughs> but, you know, my, my buddy that teaches us Krav Maga was in the IDF. Like, he, he's Israeli. He trained the IDF soldiers in hand-to-hand -hand combat. He's been in Krav Maga since he's like seven or eight years old. And the last training that we did, he had invited me. It was one of those combative you know, because a lot of martial art will teach, like especially Krav Maga, the way it's taught here in North America, it's taught as a defensive system. If you are attack, those are the techniques that you're gonna you're gonna do. He took some of his best students, and what we did, he asked me to come down because I was a fighter. So he's like, "Those are the situations when the person that's attacking you will not back down. Because if you and I fight, I'm not gonna go away." You're gonna have to put me away. Where chances are we're gonna end up at the hospital together. So if we, but you know what I'm saying. I'm most of the guys that will attack you are just doing it because they think you're a prey. They're just trying to do something to you because they see you as a weak person. But if you get in the street and you fight with somebody that knows how to fight, it's gonna suck. I don't care how good, how trained you are, it's gonna suck. Fighting on a mat is not the same as fighting for real. That's right. And this is what the training was all about. That The four days I was down there was all about this. What happens when the person you're fighting is not going away? Bro, my hands were destroyed because you don't wear a lot of... You don't wear a punching bag 
you don't wear punching gloves in Krav Maga. You're using your knuckles, bro. I know. My shin bones were purple. My knuckles were purple. I had spots on my stomach, like massive hematoma everywhere because you're getting need. You're getting punched. We trained with baseball bat. We trained with a bunch of weapons. And you know what? Training, we, we were being attacked by seven people. You need to know how to get out of trouble or at least get hurt the least as possible. Guess what? I have pictures. I am battered. But you know what? Look at every single picture. I have a massive smile on my face because this is when a man feels the most alive. You know how confident building that is to know that I'm looking like this and I'm like, fuck yeah, motherfucker. This is me. Imagine I do this for fun. I do this for fun. So. All right, man. Well, all right. Well, listen. I I do have to go. I, I have another, uh, you know, another I'm show right to, with to, to go after this. But I, you know, I truly, truly had so much fun, man. I appreciate every single of the, you know, minute, the second of the show. Definitely want you to come back, you know, and have some more fun with us. You know, yeah, uh, brother. So we can do a lot more. Uh, you know, thank you so much for being with us, Nico. And and, and thanks folks, for having me, man. My pleasure, folks. I hope you really enjoyed this show. And yes, it was an interesting one. And yes, do comment, you know, uh, reach out to Nico if you want to. Uh, you know, we'd love to hear that. And uh, hopefully, you know, this kind of, you know, just creates that vibe and and maybe just a question mark in, in, in anyone's watching or listening right now, you know, and, and you know, thoughts for, you know, food for thoughts, as we say, right? That's it. So I'm Hurricane H. We'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic, new guest. Bye for now. There's a lot of talk all over the Internet these days about the remarkable benefits of carbon-60, and baby boomers are especially excited about it. Whatever generation you're in, if you want more energy, better health, and a boost in vitality, we invite you to try Greska's Carbon-60, a stunning development in free radical destruction. Being much smaller in size than conventional antioxidants derived from fruits and vegetables, it is far more bioavailable to quickly mend the toxin-crippled cells in your body. Greska's Carbon 60 is the only C60 product that is made without the use of undesirable solvents. The only one. Greska's Carbon 60 was developed by a brilliant NASA carbon scientist and 95% report positive results from this Nobel Prize winning technology in just four days. Visit c-60.com. That's c-60.com or call 720-600-6040.